go. Go, Pack, go. Oh, uh, you're listening to Season 3, Episode 162 of Brody Sports Talk, and I am your humble host, Caleb Walgren. Uh, we are doing the Packers season recap today, and, you know, uh, it always helps to get a little bit of chanting going to get the episode started. Uh, to go to the man who creates his own chants, let's go ahead and go over to the man, the myth, the Denver lover himself, Derek Rusnick. Derek, how are you doing? From mile high down to Packerville, go Pack Go. I am excited to talk about the Green Bay Packers, and I'm more excited about seeing your face as we're talking about them, because, ladies and gentlemen, you should see the smile on his face when when we talk about the Packers. He's just the best. It's true. And uh, we're going to dive right in. So let's go ahead and start by talking about some hands that are truly golden, green and gold. Uh, they, The hands of one fellow named Devontae Adams. Ooh. This is a fellow that the Packers have decided to franchise and make sure that he returns for the 2022 season. Nothing short of greatness. Um, he had, in 16 games, he had a whopping 169 targets, 123 receptions, for 1,553 yards and 11 touchdowns. Yes, he did miss a game. He still cleared 1,500 yards. He literally was a beast for the team this year. And when you're looking and you're trying to compare, you know, who who might be second in yards for the Packers? You'd have to go all the way down to Alan Lazard at 513 receiving yards. That means Devontae Adams had three times as many receiving yards as anyone else on the team. Let that sink in. That's hard to do. <laughs> it is. Like, wouldn't you be covered all the time? We're like, okay, well, they're going to have to throw it to the second best guy, and yet he still got 1,500 yards. Exactly. We don't We don't need a second best guy. We have Devontae Adams. Um it was it was another just impressive impressive season you would have to imagine that if they were able to get some additional talent on the offensive side of the ball that adams would only find additional ways to get open um, but yet he finds ways to get open seemingly on a regular basis anyway i know that it is going to be interesting to see who returns around Adams? We haven't gotten to the start of free agency as we're recording this. And Alan Lazard and Marcus Valdez-Scantling are both free agents. So who wants to play with Devontae Adams? We will find out shortly as free agency opens soon. But I at least need to come in, give the props to the receiver who is top two of the wide receivers in football, and I will proudly say he is not number two, and that is Devontae Adams. He is, he's the best at this point. I know Cooper Cup fans will say that I'm wrong. I would say Cooper Cup had better talent around him <laughs> at wide receiver. So it makes a difference. 
Uh, Derek, anything you want to add before I just uh, start trying to write haikus about Devontae Adams' hands? I really want to hear haikus about Devontae Adams. We'll do, we'll say that for another episode, maybe maybe a, a hidden episode um, somewhere. But uh, yeah, I, I'm in a complete agreement with you. Um, the good thing that I will tell you is that um, from what I've heard, and I've done a little bit of research on the upcoming draft, not a bunch, but what I've heard is wide receiver is a, uh, it's pretty deep in this uh, this draft. And so my hope is that with a, you know, second, third round pick that they uh, they go out there and get a quality number two receiver for um, the recently returning Aaron Rodgers to throw to. And the franchise tag uh, Devonte Adams to be on the other side of, so yeah, it's it's a they they have they have talent, and I'm hoping that they w- will bring in more talent. Um, speaking of talent, we talk a lot about the Green Bay Packers on the offensive side because they have the reigning defending back-to-back MVP. But let's talk about the defense a little bit. So we have some takeaway thieves that's that are playing with playing on the Packers. Um, and they this year they had 18 interceptions. And my mark when it comes to interceptions in a season is if you have as many interceptions as you do uh, weeks of playing, you're doing pretty well. And the one that that stood out this year was Rasul Day, uh, Douglas. I'm going to call him Davis. Rasul Douglas, he had five interceptions this year. And then, uh, you're going to help, have to help me with this one, Caleb. Is it Shadron Sullivan? Shandon Sullivan. Shandon uh, Sullivan had three. So just in and of itself, there's eight of them that are right there. Uh, Rasul Douglas was a beast this year. Really great job. Came out of nowhere and um, made some... Made a huge impact. I've watched several of the Packer games because my co-host is co-owner, and some of the some of the interceptions that Rasul had, I was very impressed with. So I'm going to let him go back and talk about his uh, the team that he owns and the uh, the team he roots for. Let's talk about those takeaway thieves. I mean, Rasul Douglas really was a bright spot in the middle of a really odd season for us at cornerback. Uh, Jer Alexander got hurt early in the year. He's elite. He's fantastic. He had a pick himself and three pass deflections, even though he only played four games. So we were playing a lot of Kevin King, a lot of Eric Stokes. We were, you know, King has had trouble getting burned in the past. Stokes is a rookie. We needed someone to come in and bring a veteran presence and I thought it was interesting because Rasul Douglas really kind of made his first impact moment at the end of the Thursday night game against the Cardinals when he picked off Kyler Murray's pass to A.J. Green. True. Where it kind of seemed like A.J. Green wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> but Rasul Douglas was, caught it, kept his feet in, uh, waved goodbye to the fans, and it was somewhat ironic because we signed him off of the Cardinals practice squad. So for him to come in, lead the team in interceptions, have two 
interceptions returned for touchdowns. He just was able to do things that no one thought and was arguably one of the best stories of the year. Derek, uh, anything you want to add to that or should we go ahead? No, I, uh, I think we need to move on to the, the my favorite subject that we're talking about on the Packers. Let's go ahead and introduce it, Caleb. What do you, what do you got for your third topic? Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the quarterback. So I don't want to talk about any of the off-the-field shenanigans that may have happened this past year. Uh, I didn't put off-the-field drama on this category for a reason, because then this Packers season recap would probably end up becoming 75 minutes long. And uh, we're trying to keep them full of content, kind of like a Chipotle burrito, but one of those things where it's short and to the point. Uh, not not a full-course <laughs> meal here. That <laughs> was such a random analogy that just came out. Anyway... We're talking about the MVP, two-time MVP, back-to-back, well, more than two-time MVP now, um, but back-to-back MVP and Aaron Rodgers. What's there to say? 4,100 passing yards, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, in the one game that Jordan Love started, he ended up having a total of three interceptions this year, and Rodgers threw four (laughs) over the whole season. Um... It's ridiculous, right? Like, it feels like it's one of those things where Rodgers... I think people feel like he's been around long enough. Not that he... I mean, I know that the the rumors were that it was a four-year extension, but let's face it, if he's Tom Brady, he's got, like, eight more years to play. So, <laughs> he, he still plays excellent, despite the fact that he is 38 despite the fact that he may or may not have Hollywood girlfriends at times. He is... I feel like I have been spoiled so long watching him that when I watch other quarterbacks, I just somewhat am like, why Why do they do that? Why can't they... Like, where, where's that extra gear that Rodgers just has and doesn't really... Like, I don't realize that he has because he makes it seem so easy, yet him doing it with Matt LaFleur in this offense, you know, three straight years of winning 13 games in the regular season. It's crazy. And it's crazy awesome. And I'm just glad he's coming back. Because that means that we are a big threat in the NFC, especially with, you know, the Rams having to figure out what things look like after being all in <laughs> and the Bucks having Tom Brady retire. Uh, Derek, anything else you want to add about? Uh, I'm going to go the opposite direction. So I do not want to talk about the reigning, defending, undisputed MVP of the league. I want to talk about his backup. A couple years back, Jordan Love was a first-round draft pick. Um, I thought it was a reach when it happened. I watched it live. Um, I'm hoping that the Packers can find value for him if Rodgers is going to be around for another four years. Um, Aaron Rodgers is the real deal. Um, Great quarterback, unanimous, Hall of Fame, um, great quarterback. Um much like what I said uh, the other day 
when we were talking about Rodgers getting re-signed. Um, the, the Packers have been spoiled with really great quarterback play since around 93-94. Um, Brett Favre got there. Favre was there for quite a few years. Rodgers got drafted, sat for a few years. Then he came in, took over the league at that point. And now what's going to happen with the quarterback position over the next couple of years? Um, is Jordan Love going to be the future of the franchise? Does the Packers draft someone in 2023 and and bring them? Because, you know, they, they talk about the quarterback draft in 2023 being really deep. You know, do they find an Aaron Rodgers at that point? Who knows? But for now, for what we think is a 40-year deal worth a couple of shekels, um, the, the Packers have their quarterback. And with the quarterbacks playing longer, um, I'm hoping that he plays out that entire, uh, entire contract and we hopefully see a uh, maybe a Packer-Bronco Super Bowl in the next couple of years. I would, I would be okay with that. Um, I do think it's going to be interesting. Jordan Love's contract is still really low. They're only paying him $3.3 million. If Rodgers is comfortable having him there, I think maybe you keep him there. Um, you know, they did bring in Rodgers' old quarterback coach to be the new quarterback coach. So he knows how to develop young talent. It's just a matter of, is it the right person? Is it the right time? How good can Jordan Love really be? We, His sample size has been too small, despite a lot of people throwing him under the bus that I think that we have not seen the best of Jordan love, but it doesn't appear that we are. I feel like he's going to be one of those Jimmy Garoppolo enigmas until he ends up getting traded or sent somewhere. Maybe not this off season even. So we'll have to see what happens there. Well, there we go. And uh, that's really it for us here on this green Bay Packers season recap. If you enjoyed me just spreading my Packer owner wings and being all over the green and gold glasses, this podcast, make sure you subscribe. We always like to have fun and release new content for our subscribers. And uh, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Brody Talk. We like to have a lot of fun there. So on behalf of Derek, my name is Caleb Walgren. We are signing out. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys.